It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Lisa Murphy, how you doing? Hello. Lisa Murphy? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm delightful. Um, let's get. Uh, we got a lot to get to this episode. Um, uh, our last uh, batch of sessions together, we talked about heuristic play, and uh, and as we're recording this, that episode just dropped a couple of days ago. And uh, and listener Jennifer sent me a picture of what was going on in her program um, recently. Uh, I've, I've got it on, shared the screen with you there. You can see it. Um, little guy, I'm guessing four years old. That would be, we're looking at the top of his head, but, uh, um, he is heuristic playing with, uh, look, he's got a sheet of aluminum foil. And then on top of that, there are three small sections of paper towels. Uh, there are, there are some light bulbs. There is a lemon, a lemon, a real, a lemon, real lemon, a, a snowman cookie cutter. A, a, a yellow piece of flexible tubing plugged in at one end to some sort of step stool. And then he's also got a, a bag full of little uh, beer can tabs, the little tabby things that you pull off. And, uh, and Jennifer was wondering if she could start selling kits, um, <laughs> heuristic play kits, which I thought was a great idea and, uh, and told her to go for it. Also suggested that all that beer involved in collecting those tabs was uh, was now a business write-off. Most definitely. So, so congratulations to whoever was dedicated enough to drink all of that, um, because that is a, a good collection of little tabs. And um, I, I, he looks like he's just having a hell of a good time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, my, my brain is like on fire. I would love to have been a like witness, you know what I'm saying? Fly on the wall of watching this, this come to fruition because clearly it's not done. Um, and, and clearly I'm guessing this is all child initiated, right? Yeah, I doubt yeah. it was a lemon and light bulb week. I mean, it might've been L week, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so hopefully Jennifer will start uh, boxing for um, her heuristic play curriculum and uh, make some bucks. Uh, Jennifer, oh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, if you're listening and want to advertise on the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, uh, please get a hold of me. We can we can help market those kids for you. Um, so Lisa Murphy, I was uh, I was on the Internet and I, I Googled toddler circle time videos just for fun. Because you had up, nothing to do the other day, or you just wanted to make yourself sick. Like, why would what called you to do that? Like, I'm asking a, a legit question. Legit question. I thought, hey, I'm going to be recording with Lisa Murphy. We need some uh, some topics. Um, let's uh, see what's out there. Um, and and I found this. And so what we're going to do is is listeners in the in the show notes. 
I'm going to share the, the link to this YouTube video. And if you want to watch, what you do is you, I'll, I'll say when to start push play, and then you can listen to our audio and you'll get the audio from the video over our feed, but then you can, you can go on and, and watch the, the video without the, without the, their audio on, and it, it should sync up fairly decently. We're, we're going to pause as we go through this. So uh, I'll try to, I try to help you know when to pause because I'm sure Lisa Murphy's going to have thoughts. I haven't watched the whole thing, Lisa Murphy. It's about 19 minutes long. I yeah, think. I watched it. I know you I, watched a little bit of it. I, I watched the first four minutes and threw up a little bit in my mouth and uh -huh. turned it off and then, then went back to it because quite honestly, um, well, I didn't realize we were going to be giving play-by-play -play commentary. I thought we were just going to be unpacking. Um, but uh, I did, because honestly, I just feel that if we're going to be commenting on something that we should, you know, kind of have the full the 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 full Monty, so to speak, mostly because, as we all know, sometimes things are taken out of context. And and this way, I, I knew that at least my eyeballs saw the whole thing. But Jeff, I got to circle back to what you just said about how it's going to be all synced up. I couldn't help but think of the old uh, Wizard of Oz and uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd sync up bit, which I don't think you know about, or I know you know about it, but I know you haven't done it, or I don't think you've done it. But you know, if you if you press play with Wizard of Oz and turn the music off and listen to a Dark Side of the Moon, it it is a, it does sync up perfectly. Yeah, I, I'm thinking more Mystery Science Theater 3000 um, from from back in the day. And so, look, listeners, we're going to play this 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 person who's who's made this video that we're going to dig into. I'm sure she's the del delightful human being. Um, in fact, I, I can guarantee as far as a person in the world, she's probably a much better person than I am. Um, and so what we're, we're not, it's just nothing personal about her. It's, um, it's her ideas that we're going to have, uh, some thoughts about, I think. So let's just get that, that clear. Well, yeah, um, let's get that clear. But then also I'm going to add to, to, to that, what I said, even before you shared the screen, which was, you know, the, the, the fact that all of the comments were positive. Uh, oh. And when I did watch it, everything that queued up on the right side of my screen was was more of this same thing. Yeah, I've, I've got a bunch. There's, there's a lot of this stuff out there. I've got a bunch of this stuff and then best Betty White bloopers of all time, which we might have to do in another episode. Um, rest in peace, uh, Betty White. So let's jump into this. Listeners, if you get the if you got the link brought up and you want to uh, join us, click play now. Hey guys, welcome back to Clubhouse Kids. Today's video, I'm going to show you how I do a toddler circle time in my home daycare. Mm -hmm. So I do two circle times a day. We do a morning circle time to start our day. And then we always do a PM circle time about 20 to 30 minutes before our pickup time. Okay, pause. Uh, Lisa pause. Murphy, thoughts on two toddler circle times a day? Well, I have, I have thoughts on even before that, I have thoughts on all of the visual assault weapons that are behind her visually um, that are just Yeah, we've got, we've got a list of all the months uh, apparently laminated. There is, what do they call them, a pocket chart? It's one of those yep. blue charts with the clear, the translucent little pockets where you can put the little things in, which apparently are very popular. Um, uh, of the 49 comments uh, to this video, I, I think half of them are wondering, where did you get that? Where do you oh, get that? Where do you thing. get that? 
Um, over to the side, number 10 apparently is important because there's apparently a, a laminate of a, a cup of hot cocoa with 10 marshmallows in it. And you'll learn, I mean, you'll learn around minute 17 that 10 was the number of the month. Of, of course, of course. Um, uh, there's a cleanup routine, which is apparently you stop, you clean up, um, clean up my, your things, uh, you help others clean up, and then you go on to the next activity. Um, yeah. So you got a cleanup chart, and then there are there's a count with me area with little are those penguins, uh, one to ten, and there's colored circles, and there's the color apparently is white, and there's white. rabbits and glue and eggs. Yeah, um, white was the color of the month because it's polar, January. Polar bear. Now my experience is eggs and rabbits come in in different colors, but okay uh as so does the, glue really if you think yeah. about it and so does milk really so does milk um, and teeth there's milk. a there's a tooth yeah. there so um but let's let's uh let's see what she got to she got to say next two two circle times a day in her family child care program so for my group that means that our p.m circle time is at four o'clock because most of my kids are picked up by 4 30. so to do our toddler circle time i basically do the same thing every single day and actually just um toddlers yeah, need so that's a that's a concern toddlers need consistently Elizabeth Murphy. so the same thing every day um sounds sounds um delightful um no no okay <laughs> uh, let, well, let's go you know after okay so I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit but again to put it in a little bit of context by the time i mean so i i have things to say about this but after watching it all already, you know, an hour ago, I watched it all. You watched the whole thing. I did watch the whole thing oh, because because I homework. well, I did want to do my homework. But then also by the time you get to the end of it, um, she drops some verbal nuggets that I think are worse than the fact that she's got all that shit on the wall behind her, in all honesty. So keep let's get to some of the nuggets that she drops down. Yeah, first. we're. we're 35 seconds into this 18 and a half minute video. So I'll try not to interrupt for a while. Here we go. Just have a little circle time schedule that I just go by. The thing with uh, toddlers is your circle time is going to be very fast. So circle time is usually five to six minutes. Sometimes it can be a little bit longer if the kids are really engaged. Now this year I do have a multi-age classroom. So I have toddlers and I have preschoolers. So if you have a multi-age classroom as well, the way I'm doing it this year is I do the toddler circle time portion first, and then my toddlers are actually just allowed to go play. And then I do the rest of the circle time with the preschoolers because my preschool circle time is longer than six Pause. minutes. Pause. Yes, Lisa Murphy. So wait, wait until you get to see where the kids get to go play after toddler circle time is over. Keep going. <laughs> Well, I, I okay. I'm going to give her a little bit of credit for for freeing up the toddlers after a few minutes. You Is won't that... after you see where they go. <laughs> Keep going. All right, push play. With my preschoolers, we usually do circle time anywhere between ten and twenty minutes, depending on the day or what we are talking about. But my little ones, obviously, they are not going to sit that long, nor should they sit that long. But I am a big component of working on toddlers to sit for at least three to five minutes for a circle time. Uh, yeah, it's Lisa Murphy. <laughs> no, keep, did you hear that? 
She's oh. a she's a proponent of working on being able to sit. Keep going. Yeah. Well, well, and and the way you learn to to sit when you're a toddler is is by sitting, right? It's not. Well, wait till wait till you wait till she shares with you how she gets them trained mm, to okay. be able to sit. I can't wait. Um, I think it's very important to stretch out their attention span, and I've been doing this for 14 years, and I have had maybe one or two students within those 14 years that really, really struggled with sitting for circle time, so I do not allow my toddlers to get up and walk around during their part of circle time. Um, we really do work on having them sit and then they can go off and play. So when I'm training my toddlers for circle time, I will usually have them in a chair that they can't get out of. Training. Um, a chair that they can't In get a chair you can't get out of. <laughs> because um, God forbid they leave something that they're not interested in. So we're just gonna strap you in, subject you to it, and then I will release you um, when I'm decided that I'm done with circle time. Would 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 that activity done with anybody older than than preschool age the being strapped into a seat and forced to to um consume propaganda um whatever you're called would that be anything but torture for anybody over preschool age well it, it would be torture and probably bordering on abuse to some degree and my first thought when i heard her say that um, and again, people, you know, we're not dissing her, we're dissing the practice that any adult, could you imagine if, if I was deciding that I was going to subject a bunch of adults to crap that I knew they didn't care about. So I strapped them in and, and gave it to them anyway. And then, I don't know, to me, it's just a vicious cycle. Of course you have to strap them in. Of course they're not interested. Because they I don't mean, care about imagine, any of Imagine this. the visual of doing that with adults now. With look, it, right? Look, you and I are both delightful human beings and a hell of a lot of fun li to listen to Lisa Murphy, but we both had situations where we've been in rooms of people where our job is to try to put ideas or share ideas with them that they had no fucks about. Um, and, and my thing is take a nap, be quiet, just do your own thing, not, hey, somebody get the straps. Right. Um, so that that sounds a little bit off-putting. And if I was a parent and walked in to see my toddler strapped into circle time, even for six minutes, I would be a little bit concerned, but I'm guessing the people who've chosen this program have chosen it for a reason. Um, back to back to our High video. Chair, a booster seat or something like that. And then they graduate to either a chair or a foam circle on the floor or something like that. Uh, okay, so- And I was curious as to what, What's the criteria? Is she she decides now you've been subjected to it. So the kid tunes out. We realize that I have no sense of the matter. And if I just shut my mouth and don't move, she'll let me get out of this. Well, what I like to imagine, Lisa Murphy, is that she sees their eyes go dead. Um, <laughs> they they just fucking give up. And she's like, victory is mine. And uh, and she lets them out of the the strapped into the high chair and um, the container. You know, it's kind of like Clockwork Orange, where they have their eyes propped open. Um, and 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 she's she's like, oh, victory is mine. Now they can sit in a regular chair. Um, and and now I can enroll another another um, free thinking toddler in the program and strap them in because I've got a, I got an open chair now. So that's what that's what I. There's got to be a look that they get where they. Uh, I'm just I just can't struggle. I'm out. Anymore right yeah. yeah but i do not let them free roam around the classroom during god the forbid you let them free roam around our day we always have a good morning song 
And oh, our she... good morning song is- Of course she's gonna sing it. Happy birthday. And we just say, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear friends. Good morning to you. And it's a super easy song to learn. All the kids have this song down within a week or two. And it's just a really good way to just kind of start your circle time. It's gonna trigger like it's time for them to sit. And so every single circle time, we always do that. Speaking of triggering, Lisa Murphy, can you imagine these kids in middle school and they're just kind of going about their life and then they hear this fucking song and they have flashbacks to being strapped into the high chair and forced to listen to this drivel every day of their of their toddlerhood? I I I get triggered when I hear that just that we're still at a place in our profession that this is what's passing for any kind of a group time gathering time. And it's, I mean, we're getting ahead. I mean, we're going to end up, you know, unpacking and tossing out the same stuff that we've been tossing out when it comes to quote unquote circle time being done like this for years. And, and especially, and, and you'll get to a comment in a, in a couple of minutes here that really just drove the nail in the coffin for me of, you know, this is when you get to play teacher. And, and even, even before she said anything, just the stuff on the wall behind her tells me that at some point she drank that Kool-Aid of thinking that her job is to impart quote unquote knowledge and that somehow she is the only person in the room who's going to be capable of doing that. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, she looks like a preschool teacher. I mean, from, from the earrings to the, uh, to the vest, um, very preschool teacherish and, and, you know, God help her, um, bless her, um, great uh, great teacher preschool teacher singing voice i mean so those she's got that going for her um back into this video and the next thing we do is our attendance so the way i do attendance is also through a song and on my circle time board i have who's here today it's a little says who's here today the, the laminate is great house here that sits over in the corner of that and, and you don't need to stop because everybody's probably familiar with this kind of a thing she shows up the picture you know but but those things are really small as well their picture and i will say jane is here today jane is here today let's all clap our hands and say hip hip hooray and this is very important to look at the child while you're singing their song so if i'm singing to her i am making eye contact with her i'm smiling at her i'm waving at her i'm really making her feel special like she is here today and i am so glad that you came to school today i'm so glad you came so i can strap you into the chair right here and so all throughout the day the kids can see which friends are at school today but then if i have a friend that is not at school i'll say is so and so here today and they'll be like no they're home today so then their card goes behind the house so we say they're home today and so that is kind of how we take attendance the kids love that song in march of last year when my and pause school. for a minute so let's go back back to oh. like we know Oh, we need time. Morning, How many people tell morning, me, like, I don't have enough time. I don't pause, have enough time. Stop, stop. Oh, somehow we got, I uh, pushed the wrong. Oh my goodness. Um, you changed. Um, I think your cursor clicked uh, on one of the upcoming oh, you, you videos. Um, um. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Gene. <laughs> um, one of okay. the things that I did was- now, I Okay. 
Holy fuck. Um, I don't spend a lot of time on UT Lucy Murphy, so I'm not so sure. When how you to think about like. No, I yeah. think your cursor just hit on the video that was coming next. Um, oh, hold on a minute. I don't know if that's my my guy. Hold on. Yep. Come on, outside. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. go back and forth as you need okay thank you sir appreciate it okay okay all right so she says the kids love that attendance song um do you, you well i i i would probably disagree i think you know they've kind of been conditioned that that's what they do at this juncture but i wanted to pick up with the thought that i had about about the timepiece, how many times people tell me we don't have enough time, we don't have enough time, we don't have enough time. I mean, th this is 18, 19 minutes of a child's life, her life, the, the whole day, there's time. There's And I realized that singing that song might only be one or two minutes, but, but, but all of that stuff adds up, right? So we, I think we do have a lot of time, which is sometimes how we're choosing to spend it with children. Just yeah. leaves so much to be desired. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's move on. YouTube and I did a open circle time. So more children that were not in my program got to participate in my circle times. But but the feedback I got from my current families is that my oh she's talking about what she did during COVID. Their name to them, like say like good morning to that per that person. And so it's just so important. The kids love it. It's an easy way to just bond with your students. It's an easy way to make new students feel special in your program. Uh -huh. um, especially with the little baby or the toddlers, you're gonna make eye contact with them, smile at them so that they can start to feel more comfortable in your homes or your daycares. And so that eye contact and that smiling at them, um, this is just one way that you can do that. I would be a bit creeped out. I'm strapped in a chair and then she's she's making eye contact with me while she sings her little trite little song. Um, I mean, she asks me questions that she knows the answer to, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going down kind of a, a checklist of things that I think, you know, we, we all have, have acknowledged that, you know, we've done this before and then we kind of learn that there's other ways of doing it. And, you know, as Dan and I used to see, we shed, right? Things we used to do. I mean, I, we've done this before. And then you kind of drink the Kool-Aid of realizing that there's another way. And you're thinking, my God, I spent all this time preparing this and laminating it and cutting it out and copying it. You know, when I really could have been focused on, you know, setting up an environment where it is important to bond with the children and for them to know that they have those connections. But I can think of 99 different ways to actually do it in a more authentic manner. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a confession, Lisa Murphy. I um, once bought one of those little pocket circle time charts she's got behind her. Um, it was it was back when uh, you know I'm a I'm a brand new baby childcare center director opening a program from scratch, and I mean they were, they were in the catalog and everybody had one. Right, so we I thought, thought we needed thought it. We needed one. I'm not sure it really ever got used because the scales fell from my eye soon after. Um, but I mean, for the $63 plus shipping that we spent on it or whatever it was back then, 
um, I could have bought a, a, a hell of amount of glue um, yeah, and vinegar so, and baking soda. <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, I've been there. Um, let's move on. So after we do our attendance, we go to weather and the current classroom that I'm in doesn't have the best um, window that we can see out of. And so usually we'll talk about like when you were coming to Miss Holly's house today, what was the weather? But my classroom before had a really good, just a door that looked right outside. Um, and then my classroom that I will be moving into this spring has a lot of windows that we'll be able to look straight out. So that'll, that'll be great when, uh, because I, what one thing toddlers love when they're strapped in to their restraints and forced to sit through circle time is being able to see the outside world. So, I mean, that just adds that extra layer of torture to it that I think is delightful. If you have a window in your classroom, utilize it for weather, have the kids look outside. You can have a weather watcher. Um, sometimes I pick somebody. Sometimes we just look as a group, like what's the weather outside today. You could and fucking unstrap them and go outside. When you were coming you to home or coming to school or your classroom today, you know, did you wear a hat? Did you have to wear a coat? You know, using those weather related words. And so once we. That and what does Shamar Jacobson remind us that the only time adults talk about the weather is when they have nothing else to talk about. Exactly. If you're going to have conversations with, with the little human beings, there, there are so many other things that you could converse about. Um, it just, it just seems so. Uh... Well, it's one-sided. I mean, it's, it's some of the, I mean, it's stuff that I unpacked. I know in the playbook and many other people have written articles about it. It's like, you know, is it open-ended questions, closed-ended questions? Are we just talking about stuff that I've decided that you should know about, but really nobody has ever indicated that they're interested in any of this. And I think the, the perception problem there is that then if a parent did walk in and she's holding up like, what is this? And they're like, eggs, glue, you know, bunny rabbit. Then the parents are like, look this, see, I'm getting what I paid for. But you know, you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much more than this. You are not creating conversation or instilling a love of language or connection by asking children closed questions that we know the answers to. Especially when it's the same closed questions every fucking day. Of for the a week, month. Like she said, like she for said at the beginning. Of, a yeah. month. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Um, decide on what the weather is. Uh, we will sing a weather-related song. And so if it's windy, I hold up the windy poster and we sing a windy song. If it's sunny out, I hold up a sunny poster and we sing our sunny song. If it's cloudy, you know, we sing our cloudy song. And and I think the other one, oh, last time we had school, it had snowed. And so if it's snowing out, uh, we sing our snowy song. Now, these are seasonal, and so I do have four different songs um, and four different posters that go with each of the seasons. So all, these all beautifully are laminated. Posters. The amount of money she spends um, on laminating is, is got to be. Weather song. I bet she has a machine. Oh, yeah. So that they can see what the weather is every day. Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. Our learning mm. goals for the month. So the month of January, we are learning about the color white. We are learning about the circle. And then we are counting to 10. And so what I do is say, what color are we learning about this month? And they'll all say white. And then I'll point up here to our, to our white crayon. And then we go through our flashcards. And how I do it is I say white bunny, white snowman, white glue, white eggs, white tooth, white milk, white 
polar bear and white marshmallow. And as that's a shitty looking polar bear. That doesn't look like a polar bear, Lisa Murphy. Look at that head and the I mean polar. Yeah, okay. Um, she's got she's got the teacher voice down. Day. Every day. I'm... I've seen it twice now today, and I'm ready to poke <laughs> my eyes out with a stick. You're and you're a better person than I because I knew I wouldn't be able to to live through. That's why I just took a little little clips earlier to to kind of go through this, but um yeah every day strapped in the chair twice a day oh no afternoons are different i'm sure um okay back to our delightful circle time and listeners um we're torturing you by making you sit through this but i mean we we, we got to know what happens well the one thing that helps too i think especially if you might be a new listener and you're coming in at this point you know of the recording 10 years into it is you know when, when we do workshops, I can't speak for Jeff right now, but I'm speaking for myself. You know, sometimes some of the things we say might to a new listener come across as perhaps a personal preference or, you know, just something that we believe in as, as opposed to ever really seeing the, the buildup up to it or the evolution towards it or the rationale or the theory that's behind it. Um, and, and opportunities like this where you are watching it and you are able to give feedback. So like, like right there, like all emotion aside, right? All, it, it has nothing to do with personal preference to spend, whether it's three minutes or 23 minutes subjecting children to this kind of superficial banter, implying that the stuff in that chart, one, anybody cares about, two, is important. It's just, to me, it, it has come to just being like a wasted opportunity, like whether again, three minutes or, or 23 minutes, I just feel like there's so many other ways to be nurturing and connecting with the children. And to think that this is something that has to be a part of the day, it just, it kind of it's not even really like going like, oh my God, this sucks. It's like, this is breaking my heart. I, uh, agreed. Uh, and just listeners, if you're looking for just kind of a, a kind of a cheat for, for programming out there, if you have chosen a, a type of programming for young children where you have to strap them into their seats to get them to cooperate and participate, you might need to reevaluate things. Um, uh, it's heartbreaking. Let's move on. I'm sure it gets better. We go more into the month. The kids will start singing them with me. Um, sometimes I'll pull out one and we'll talk about it, but we are always, when I'm using these flashcards, talking about the color white or whatever color we are learning about for the month. And then over here, I have our counting numbers. Now this year I have some older toddlers. So I do have numbers one through 10. Um, but in the past years, I've had numbers one through five. I've had other years that I know I have a part of the year that my group is very young. I'm talking. Can we give her credit for, for thinking about this? Like, hey, I've got some older toddlers this year, so we're going to go all the way to 10. Last year, it was the younger toddlers, so we're only going to five. Um, she not, not only is this just useless shit for toddlers, um, she's putting a lot of thought into it, Lisa Murphy. Keep going and she'll tell you what she does with the infants. Like six months to 14 months or something like that. And then those years for that little part, I only had numbers one through three. So 
really only work on the numbers that is- Oh, sig when six month olds come to circle time, they only are subjected to numbers one, two, and three. Did you catch that? That, well, I mean, God bless her for, uh, for and, and I mean, the thing, the, the easy thing about those six months old olds in circle time is they're a lot <laughs> easier to strap down. Um, so, so that's gotta, that's gotta be, that's gotta be good. Um, okay, here we go. This is my toddler portion time. My preschoolers are listening, but we are going to get more into the numbers with my preschoolers. We usually count up to the date or whatever using our calendar, but during the toddler time with counting, I really only pick out the numbers that are working for them. Since my group right now is the numbers that are older, working for they them are working on counting to number 10. And so this month for January, we're counting penguins. And so I just point to the cards and we count to 10. So we say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One penguin on each one of those. Um, so at least if you're going to do this, have two penguins on the number two and three penguins on the number three. I mean, that would be. Well, and, and again, this is getting a little bit more, you know, more into the theory piece of it is that there's this that's very confusing. There's mm -hmm. other things up there. There's way more than seven things up there. So if I'm sitting, you know, potentially 12 feet away from you, because I'm guessing she has one of those round circle carpets and I have to sit perhaps at a certain spot, you know, my eyes are, are seeing all of that stuff behind you. So I might not necessarily know what is differenti differentiating what you're touching versus the square numbers that are behind you on the quote unquote calendar piece, um, you know, counting there's oh it just it gets there's, into there's math just and so much and visually going on back there i mean the plus side is like she says she's just got they've got a tiny little window so there's not a lot of distractions they've got their eyes you know over. and if she doesn't she counts to 10 and then they get on with their day you know i don't know to some degree is that not as bad as if we're sitting there drilling and killing them and making them repeat it if they said it wrong you know i don't i don't know I don't know. You know, I would love to actually see this done with children. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Quite honestly, I would probably cry, but I'll look for the video. And then I say, good counting. Good counting. I do have some subsidizing cards up here. Um, when they do get closer to two, or even if you have toddlers that go from two to three, um, these also have penguins on them. And I would just hold one up and we quickly say two four, five, um, and with my toddlers, I would not go over number five with subsizing cards. So I keep these right up here. Um, we don't do those every day, uh, but I'd say probably, you know, a couple times a week. Just, a, just a little special really treat. She does the extra day, counting. I'll grab those and we'll just quickly do, you know, two or three. If it's a good attention span day. And then the last thing that we do for our focus time is we talk about our shape of the month. And this month we're talking about circle and they love when I talk about circle is they get to pick out their favorite circle on. You know, one of my favorite remem remembrances from childhood is, is how much I loved it when adults talked about circles. I mean, oh, I and when I got to enough. touch the circle, I liked best. Oh my gosh. Look at all those circles, please. Please fucking tell me more about circles. That was what I was always like when I was a toddler. And the poster. And so I'll say, what shape are we learning about? And they say circle. And then, so then I just hold the card out to them. What if they didn't? To point to which circle 
is their favorite and they just love doing that and so i think i started doing that a couple years ago and they just love um, it just and love I it just do it now every time we it's because it's the only time they get to move basically they <laughs> she she has to unstrap their arms so that they can point to the, their favorite circle end of our morning circle time now if the kids are really engaged and they seem to be able to handle a book we sometimes go into a book and i will read them that book. broke my heart because because she okay her teaching style in that one sentence has let me know that all that nonsense bullshit kill and drill flashcard stuff is more important than reading a story. That songs and stories are something that we do um, if, if you're good, if you're sitting still enough. Whereas if you probably led with a story and read it well, and it was a story that was of interest to the children, you wouldn't be needing to be so overly focused on how long they're able to sit, nor would you have to be strapping them into anything. That, that I was just crushed. I, it, 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 and, and I'm not wanting to sound melodramatic, but I probably am. It was all that I could do to keep watching it after that comment was made. That really, really bugged me. Or they go off and play. Other times um, I can tell like they're just getting restless and you know, we just call it and they go off and play and- mm -hmm. Getting uh, restless, I can't, I can imagine. Nap time or um, another time that I really like to read stories to the kids is when they first wake up from nap because they just still just a little bit tired and they'll usually sit pretty good for- So I can subject them to this <laughs> shitty book. Longer book. Um, with toddlers, I do try to stick with books that are um, short um, but with a multi-age group, especially this year with uh, my preschoolers, um, we will. She just said, especially, especially. Uh, pause yeah. for a second. I'm going to point something out. I'm going to point something out. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a little technical, but follow my train of thought. So she was saying that, you know, and I can hear her wheels turning. Okay. So they're little, they don't have a lot of attention span. I got to keep the book short and I'm going to push back super hard against that because we have all read to young children a book that might be longer than we think that they would be able to quote unquote sit for, but because it is of something that is interesting to them, it hooks them, it has context to their experience, they will sit there and engage with you, with the reader, because it's something that they like. So to keep a book short, just because you think that they can't handle thing any longer, let's be honest, is going to keep you um, probably investigating a, a catalog, so to speak, a canon of books that aren't of quality, that yeah. aren't very relevant, real, or meaningful to the children, because you've locked and loaded on thinking that you have to keep it short because they can't sit. Whereas, and it might sound counterintuitive to a listener, that if you actually read to them something they were interested in, you might find that their attention span was <gasps> magically longer. Yeah, yeah, and I'm guessing if you if you surveyed uh, ten toddlers and said, "Would you rather listen to the story while strapped into a high chair, or while sitting next to me or on my lap?" Which would you prefer? I'm guessing ten out of ten would prefer the human contact lap situation, um, regardless of the book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. That little, little bit of human contact goes a long way, right? What did we know about those monkeys? Have those days, I'll usually pick 
read the story to them, you know, right after nap time. Um, so this, so books kind of depend on the day. Sometimes we read a book during circle time. That concerned me. That, that concerned me professionally, that the reading of books is going to depend on the day. Well. So does that mean that, that the adult gets to decide if it's a day worthy of books? I mean, that, that needs to be flipped. Like I, I, it, it probably depends on how feisty they're getting in their restraints. <laughs> no, we do it during a different part of our- Okay, keep going. Right next to our circle time. Okay, um, listeners, we're going to pause here and come back with a part two. Of, no, no, uh, no. Oh, are we? Has it been that long? Yeah, we're, we're 40 minutes into the episode. Oh, so um, <laughs> listeners, we're, we're about halfway through this video, a little over halfway. You're going to have to find out what happens in afternoon toddler circle time in the next episode Lisa and I are together in. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for more Lisa Murphy in your life, go to ooeygooey.com and you'll find lots of Lisa Murphy. Uh, thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.